being scrappy and being resourceful and, and leveraging yeah. our resources, right? There's so much that goes into being successful, whether that's in a nine to five or in creating your own nine to five, I guess. Within Entre Institute, I get the opportunity to talk with a group of our entrepreneurs every single week. And that's one of the things that we come, come back to almost on a regular basis is one of the most significant attributes of a successful entrepreneur is your ability to be resourceful, hands down. Happy Monday, everybody. And what a crazy weekend it was. I loved uh, the UFC fights over the weekend. My boy Tai Tuivasa won, always had his back always knew he would win. I was a little nervous though. I will admit that, but came out on top and the LA Rams first Super Bowl history in the LA Rams franchise. So the St. Louis Rams have won before, but LA has not until this weekend. It was absolutely awesome. And how about that halftime show for real? That's amazing. So uh, with all that being said, before I introduce my guest for today, Please make sure you're following the podcast. Make sure you're subscribed on iTunes. If you want to be involved with the group or on Facebook, join the text community by texting podcast to 801-441-3705. Text podcast to 801-441-3705 or join the newsletter. You can do all of that at daltonkjensen.com. So with all that being said, let me introduce Hillary Russell. She is an absolute amazing business owner and a phenomenal human being. Uh, She's been helping me out on the back end with a lot of my sales coaching and uh, the website behind that. You guys should link up with her if you're looking for any business automation, uh, anything to make your life easier with your business. Hillary is the woman you need to see. She runs an amazing business. Uh, TRC Agency, the Russell Collective Agency is absolutely phenomenal. We had a great talk about uh, business, about obviously business automation. We had a great conversation about sales. It was all around one of the best episodes I've recorded on business. So make sure you tune in. Without further ado, Hillary Russell, and don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Welcome, everybody. This is Dalton Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. Welcome, Hillary. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited about this. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah. I got to be on your podcast. That was a lot of fun. And then, you know, I thought we'd we'd run it back on mine. Um, but and and so you're the owner of TRC Agency, but you got a lot of other things going on. Um, and that's how we met. We met through virtual assisting and things like that. But uh what so tell us about TRC tell us about what you got what you what you got going on yeah yeah oh my gosh well thank you um and also by the way too it was so fun having you on uh, my show on on the podcast it, i i love anyone that i can talk to where we can nerd out about sales methodology i absolutely love it yeah. so that was a good time yeah. um but yeah yeah um so i i own TRC agency uh, digital marketing and business automation agency here in Salt Lake City, Utah. And um, I started it officially uh, just about two years ago. So, you know, right when the pandemic hit, I was like, oh, what better thing to do than start a business? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it ended up being a good time, though, for marketing. Um, Really good time, right? Uh, A lot of businesses were um, 
pivoting and, and finding new ways to get the word out. So it, it went really yeah. well. The, the agency took off um, during the pandemic. It was great. Um, but alongside that, I also um, I have a podcast called The Digital Mastermind um, that That's focuses right. on, um, you know, entrepreneurial mindset type topics um, mm-hmm. bring in experts that help with entrepreneurial type issues, right? Um, what types of things you run into as a, as a business owner and starting up a new business that you might not think of, right? Uh, like one of those, I know for me, I talk about this all the time because I hate it, but <laughs> one of those for me is bookkeeping, right? I just, but you know, just those things that you don't really ever think about as, um, yeah. as an entrepreneur. So talking about those in the podcast. Um, and then also I am a program owner. So I, I created a, a online course for entrepreneurs who want to create their own marketing agency. And I um, do that through the company called Entre Institute. So oh, entreinstitute.com. Yeah. yeah. And we've had, man, we've had close to 200,000 students go through the Institute. Um, so it's, it is incredible and, and kind That's of same I know it's insane. It, I, yeah. I feel super blessed to be a part of it. It's one of the most incredible communities of individuals that, you know, just want to elevate themselves on every single level. So that's, yeah. that's what I spend my time doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great though. And uh, Entra, Entra Institute, how did right. you get involved with Entra Institute? Oh, yeah, that's a fun story. So um, kind of it actually goes back to my background with digital marketing um, and kind of how I got started with TRC agency and all of it. So it, ties in <laughs> it all kind of goes together. OK, cool. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, but so about five or six years ago, I um, I've always been, you know, last 10 years of my career have been in digital marketing um, or sales. Right. Um, B2B, B2C, sales, entrepreneurial you know, working with entrepreneurs, working in the enterprise space, all of those fun pieces, right? (laughs) Um, But about five or six years ago, I was with a company, a startup company here in Lehigh that sold a digital marketing tool to agency owners. And I, um, I was on the partner team for that company. And so what that meant is we got to travel around and meet lots of marketing agency owners and consult with them, help them, you know, implement this tool in their business to scale their agencies. And honestly, it's where my love for marketing really, you know, ignited. Um, I've, you've heard the story before that and everything of how I got into digital marketing, kind of baptism by fire, but, um, but it's really where I, I learned to love the business owner and the entrepreneurial spirit, right? Um, in that in that experience of working with the startup and traveling around and meeting with hundreds and hundreds of agency owners, um, I met a gentleman named Jeff Lerner who owned an agency called Zerly at the time, and um, he was a client of ours, and you know utilized the tool that we had at that time to scale his agency. And he and I kept in touch, right? Um, we kept in touch. We had a, a really great relationship traveling around. And he actually spoke on behalf of the startup company um, and the success he was able to gain from the tool that 
you know, that we sold. Um, so we spoke on behalf of our company at a lot of the events that we went to. And anyways, yeah, we, we just kept in touch. Right. Um, then the pandemic happened and uh, startup company dissolved. But uh, he and I stayed in contact over social media, things like that. Um, right. He saw that I started an agency. And at the same time, I saw that he was starting this company called Entre Institute. And yeah. um, Entre Institute School for Entrepreneurs, he and I, you know, were talking back and forth. And um, it kind of just, you know, happened that he was like, hey, you're running an agency. Um, I've, I've seen what you do. It's, it's really great. Please, will you, you know, would you be willing to come in and put together a program? Um, and I was, I was like, so excited, so happy. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I always tell the story that it kind of could go on a tangent a little bit. Um, I always tell the story that, you know, in high school, I was yeah. in a, in a, I don't know, like the job search thing or like, what do they do? Like the job oh, fair? Like a career fair or something? Yeah. Yeah. But okay. I remember a teacher asking me like, what, what are you interested in? What do you like to do? And I remember saying like, I'm really interested in business hierarchy. <laughs> like yeah, I want yeah, yeah. to create, you know, how to create the hierarchy in a successful business. And I remember her telling me at the time, like, well, there's not really a job that does that. So you have to pick something else. I was like, okay, oh. but like, bringing it back full circle though, I, I yeah. feel so privileged and so just honored every single day that I literally get to spend my time coaching thousands of entrepreneurs, how to build their own version of success in Entre Institute and also, you know, helping businesses to really scale through automation and digital marketing yeah. through GRC agency. Yeah. You know, what's, yeah. you know, what's interesting about that, though, is I was talking to somebody about that. One of the things that I love talking about um, on this podcast and just in general is and I think we talked about this maybe on the podcast I did with you. Yeah. Uh, and that is this idea of like education reform and and like what you do with like your career, because what's really cool and what I, I like to talk about is what you just brought up. Right. So, first of all, I don't think that like to. And by the way, this isn't like a bag on teachers, but I just think it's tough for teachers who, I mean, like, you know, and, and it's not only teachers, but you don't know what you don't know in a sense. So like, and, and what I talk to, you know, budding entrepreneurs or like, you know, my, my brother um, who was in high school trying to figure out what he's going to do. I'm like, look, you're the job that you get or the job that you want might not even like might not even exist for five years. Right. Or something like this, right. Like your situation where it's kind of like, you know, I got to like invent it or, yeah. or, you know, but, but uh, I learned a funny like adage in the car business and that is that there's an ass for every seat. And so <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, like if, if, if somebody's willing to buy it, you can sell it. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. And, that, and I think that goes with careers, right. Like mm -hmm. if you think business automation and business hierarchy and like teaching people the back end of a business, like we are also brought to you guys by Monarch Social. Now, Monarch Social isn't just another social media marketing company because they're going to take care of you on all your digital marketing fronts from SEO to beautifully designed websites to custom videography. And if you want to know more about that, you got to check out the video they did for me uh, on the Thinking Project Facebook group um, because it was absolutely phenomenal. They absolutely killed it. Morgan and his team take really good care of you. They walk you through every step of the process and the communication is on point. So if you need a custom video, a beautifully designed website, if you need a uh, custom social media 
ad campaigns, Monarch Socials, where it's at. They also have a podcast they release every Friday where they bring you a ton of value. So check them out, monarchsocialbrand.com, or you can find them wherever uh, you're on social media because they're probably there too. So check them out, monarchsocialbrand.com, and get your digital marketing rolling. I think I don't think enough people understand what that means to appreciate it. So like, and again, not like bagging on teachers, but like a teacher wouldn't right. really understand her. She's like, you know, teachers are like, oh, business is just, you know, is the state. They, they got my check. That's what a business is or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, seriously. I, and I can relate on that side too. I think, man, I have my own opinions when it comes to public education and the same thing, like not sure. bagging on teachers yeah. by any means. In fact, I think it, it, I think it's just a systemic issue. Like it's just a system issue. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. In fact, when I, um, so I I actually went to Weber state university for a whopping two weeks and I'll tell you that story in a (laughs) second, but um, I I went to Weber state university in, you know, with the intention of going into elementary education to be a teacher. Um, Oh, wow. I I do have, you know, a passion for teaching others. I love it so Mm -hmm. much. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, one of my core values is, being able to make an impact, right? That's really important. Yeah. <laughs> to um, but <laughs> yeah, anyways, um, I, I, I just truly believe that, you know, in the public education system that we have, it's very cookie cutter, right? Yeah. It's very, it's very cut and dry. And, and I don't think yeah. that that's to blame teachers. I think that's to blame our a higher level of society, honestly. And, and, Right. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> um, but sure. yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of the biggest reasons that, you know, after sitting a couple weeks in, in college, you know, university, I, I was like, man, this is not for me. This is, this is yeah. not for me. I'm a hands-on learner. I have to get in there. You know, I have to figure out things for myself, um, both on the, you know, failure side and the success side. So, right. Yeah, I I totally agree with you on that. Um, And I'm, (laughs) yeah, I I can get super passionate about this side of it, but I really do believe that, you know, the the system right now of public education is more of a hindrance for a lot of our young minds than it is empowering. Well, I think it's, I think it's just really like, I I think that there was a time and a place for it. I think that uh, there, you know, I think teachers are obviously invaluable. But it's mm-hmm. just tough, you know, because one of the things that I would teach, so I, I taught, I mean, I teach people how to sell, you know, that I taught yeah. sales for a long time. Right. And one of the things that I would get like a new salesperson. Right. And one of the lessons that I learned from a mentor early on is like, don't take advice from somebody you wouldn't trade paychecks with. Ooh. And that's <laughs> like that. That was my because people would like you would see these hustler salespeople and like ultra successful salespeople are busy. Right. So they don't have yeah. a lot of time to like mentor. I mean, they do. And and that's what part of being a, an ultra successful salesperson is, is like helping people. Um, but they don't get a lot of time. And so the people who will give you a lot of time on the sales floor are the people who aren't selling. And I'm like, look, listen, you've never sold anything before. So if you want to learn how to sell five of, you know, get your first deal, then this would be a perfect person to talk to. Right. Because they've gotten a deal, right? But if you want to learn how to sell 20 deals, 50 deals, 100 deals, like they've never done that, right? Right. And so like that that would be, that was my thing is like, don't take advice from somebody you wouldn't trade paychecks with. I love Um, that. 
because like it's not going to do anything like it's, right it's just yeah it's well, and I think same thing too on the flip side of that yeah no one will criticize you unless they are doing less than you right yeah you, sure. you'll never be criticized by someone doing more than you right because yeah, they you can respect where you're coming from right that's so, so I true. Think, yeah. yeah yeah so i love that perspective of it too of like you know yeah <laughs> Only take the advice from those that have been there or doing the things right. that you are looking up towards. Right? Yeah. And so that would be my thing with teachers. Like, I, I mean, yeah. there's now there's a lot of like great teachers out there who do a lot of great things. And like, that's one of the cool things about some of the universities. When you get up in the higher courses, like you have like MBA professors who are also like they're adjunct professors, but they're also like running businesses yeah. and things like that. And like, OK, that's cool. I'll do that. Yeah. Right. Um so I like some of that, but at the end of the day, I think also that what's great, you know, your situation, like I didn't really have that kind of story. Um, I just like everybody in our hometown, like I grew up in a pretty poor yeah. neighborhood. I didn't even know what an entrepreneur was. Like the first time I heard that word, I, I was like, oh, those are the guys that like, have you seen the social network? Like I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> well, so that means you don't have a job. He's like, well, yeah, I don't really yeah. say that. <laughs> I was like, oh, it must be. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's just yeah, crazy. Totally. It's, just, it's just a wild story. Yeah, it absolutely is. Well, and that's kind of funny too, because I, I, that it's funny that you bring that up because I remember, I mean, so I was lucky in the sense that, and I promise I'm tying this back around, but I was lucky yeah. in the sense that, you know, when I was 20 years old, um, right out of my college stint, <laughs> you know, um, I, I decided like, you know, there's potential for me to make a good living out there in sales or in doing different things. Right. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that I have to be sitting behind a desk before to learn how to do it. Right. right. So I feel like right. I was lucky in the sense that right off the bat, I jumped into the corporate world. Um, I, you know, started out with a company that they, you know, hired me on as uh, more on an operational position, but that same month came in and said, Hey, we just acquired these two, you know, e-commerce platforms and huh. would like you to take a stab at running those because we don't know how to do it. It's B2B and we only run B2C, right? Um, and I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of that same concept of like, <laughs> I was forced, like my my ships were burned. I had no other choice but to learn how to do this and be good at it and be successful at it. Otherwise, you know, I would have to go back to college, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, um, and, yeah. and so just jumping in and, you know, talking to other experts, talking to other people that had done it and that had been there and that had, you know, learned um, their, what worked and what didn't work. You know, I spent months just figuring out what what would make those e-commerce platforms successful. And, and you know, I know you've heard the story, but that year I scaled them both to $14 million. It was super yeah. successful, super lucrative. Um, yeah. And that really, you know, I think that ignited a lot of things for me. And coming back to what you're talking about with not really knowing what an entrepreneur was, right? At the beginning, <laughs> right. I remember, you know, at that time, I mean, that was over 10 years ago now. At that time, I had no idea. I had no idea. I, I remember a guy that I worked with at the time was like, oh, yeah, I just sold a business. I was like, that's cool. What, what are you doing? Yeah, here? yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh, man, it must not be that cool to be an entrepreneur if you're here. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Well, which is weird. Yes. But yes, you're yeah, right. totally. Totally. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's crazy because I think that 
um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different stages of the journey. There's a lot of different things that we go through, you know, imposter syndrome and figuring out (laughs) by mistakes, figuring out what works and what doesn't. And, um, you know, just being scrappy and being resourceful and, and leveraging our resources, right. There's so much that goes into being successful, whether that's in a nine to five or creating your own nine to five, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and what was that? I mean, it's always a funny meme. It's like a cliche that floats around the the hustle culture, like the entrepreneur world, which is yeah. like I left my nine to five so that I could work twenty four seven or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> because yeah. it's like, and that's that's the kind of thing. It, I feel like every good thing always gets there. If you have a good thing, somebody always comes in and tries to like mess it up, mm-hmm. and I felt like that happened with like being an entrepreneur, mainly because you had a lot of people like. I'm an entrepreneur because of freedom. And I'm like, I get it. I get what you're saying, but you're not pitching it right, man. <laughs> Cause it's like, it's not a lot of freedom at the beginning. You have to work and it's long hours and it's like, yeah, it's just hard sometimes. You know what I mean? And so it's funny. Like when I, when I hear some of these people talk about, you know, and, or like they've only been doing it for like six months or something like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. <laughs> if you're telling the truth or not. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. But tell us the story of Weber State. I don't know if you got to that part. Oh, well, that was basically, yeah, that was basically, <laughs> yeah. I, I, so it's, man, it's funny because <laughs> in high school, I, <laughs> I, I don't know, like, it, it's funny in the moment of things, you don't realize when things are like a little bit peculiar, or maybe unique, you just think, oh, this yeah. is normal, right? Um, right. And you look back at it retroactively. And that's, I think, the case for a lot yes. of situations. But in high school, um, my my mom actually was a really great influence in getting me into leadership opportunities that would look really good on college applications. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, um, you know, spent a lot of time in high school. I was actually like the the mayor of the youth city council. And I was like, you know, on these different things that (laughs) really good for college applications. Um, But because of that, which I'm super grateful for, it gave me a lot of experience. But um, because of that, uh, Weber State had offered me a full ride scholarship to be on their Academy of Emergency Leaders, um, which was a a board of you know, individuals that they saw a lot of, you know, value in. And I, I felt super honored to be, you know, have that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I seriously, I remember like, oh my gosh, I remember in my mind sitting in a class, like, <laughs> I, can picture, I could like draw this image for you sitting in a class and just looking up at the professor and thinking like, man, what am I doing with my time right now? This is not a good use of my time. Like I'm sitting here <laughs> taking notes about, it was like an orientation class, right? Like yeah, thinking yeah, about yeah. like how the school worked and like da 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 da. Which okay, cool, but like how is this going <laughs> to help me have a good career? Like how is this going to help me be successful? How is this going to help me, you know, like grow into the you know the version of myself right. that I want to become? Um, right. <clears throat> yeah. So honestly, I uh, that was basically it. That was the story. That was basically it. <laughs> Yeah. And, and I think that, um, you know, a large part of my life has been examples of learning by experience. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, that, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah that's, totally. that's the school of hard knocks, right? Exactly. Like you learn stuff, you see it, 
and you do it. Well, that's why, I mean, no, no, uh, I get, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this one day, but <laughs> the professional sales program at Weber state, I think is, I don't know why that exists. I it's bananas. Really? I don't know. Let me, let, let me just start here. I don't, I've never, I, I, I've never taken a class. I've met a few people who've come out of the program. They're great. Like I'm not, you know what I mean? But it's just like, yeah. how, go for, you do four years of school to get mm-hmm. a sales degree. Follow me here. You get a four year degree to do sales. And by the end of four years, you have a piece of paper that says you haven't sold anything. Right. That's bananas to me. Like, I don't know if they, yeah. and then I, I might be wrong. There might be like an internship or there might be like something, but like, you've never asked somebody except for like Facebook or KSL, like yeah. pay me $50,000 for this piece of equipment or pay me $12,000 a year or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I don't know. And maybe I'm wrong. And I hope somebody listens to this and goes like, Hey, Dalton, you're an idiot. <laughs> like I did sell a lot during this program. But when I heard that, I was like, they're like, do you want to be a professional sales degree? I was like, no way, man. <laughs> Go be a, you'll learn more about sales being a car salesman. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Totally. It's that baptism by fire, right? It's yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, it, so we have a similar background in the sense of like ourselves, right? I mean, I, yeah, I spent yeah, yeah, a lot of time yeah. with the companies I was with, either training sales teams, you know, running sales or running different programs um, right. or you know, just being out there and, and not like, <clears throat> I don't know, not, not like to <laughs> like toot my own horn or anything. Cause I don't know, that sure, sounds weird. Sure. But, but I mean, I was always a very yeah. high top <laughs> producer. And I think that's more yeah. coming from the experience with people, right? Just from well, understanding. Well, yeah experience with people. Um, I did spend a lot of time. Uh, so I do have a, um, NLP. I, I studied psychology and oh, yeah. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. why people do the things that they do. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that that side of things has more effect on <laughs> your ability to be successful in this space or in that industry than the actual like book. Yeah, like a, <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. By the way, yeah. And by the way, like I'm not a, obviously I'm not a college basher because like there's sure. my there's my degree right there. Yeah, yeah I was um, gonna say <laughs> <your> MBA, <laughs> Yeah, well I know so I'm in the MBA program right now. Okay. Um but those were like but I think you and I I kinda guess I fall back on Gary V's and, and just mm-hmm. like a rational sense of like just do whatever makes you happy. But I'll tell you what yeah. though, I had a similar experience stepping in a classroom. I was like, mm. we sh- I shouldn't be in the classroom right now, dude. That's what I thought. I went online. I just did everything online. And they were like, you're not going to make it. You, you know, online yeah. is hard. Like I did an accounting degree online. So like mm-hmm. the hard- one of the hardest business degrees with no teachers. Um, but it was great. It was like, you go to YouTube, go to Udemy, like look it up, you yeah. know, figure it out. Like, I mean, there was that was cool because, you know, that's kind of what you have to do as a business owner. It's like mm-hmm. somebody gives you a project and most, you know, I mean, like I, I do believe in honesty with people. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but I also believe in like, I don't know how to do this yet, but I know that if you give it to me, I can figure it out. Sure. That kind of thing. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sure you've had experiences sense. like that where you're like, I've never actually done this before, but you know, I've done things like it, but more yeah. importantly, like I have a stellar team. I have a kick-ass team and I know that mm-hmm. we can figure it out. Absolutely. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so, um, within Entre Institute, I get the opportunity to talk with a group of our entrepreneurs every single week. And that's one of the things that we come back to almost on a regular basis is one of the most significant attributes of a successful entrepreneur is your ability to be resourceful hands down. Yeah. Right. Um, and I, I think honestly, you know, and, and I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, you know, I, I would never go into a situation saying, like, oh, yeah, we know how to do this and really not knowing how. <laughs> but that being said, you know, I, I think that one of the seriously, one of the attributes that set yeah. the successful apart from those who are complacent or who are not successful yeah. is literally their ability to be resourceful. Right. Um, and, yeah. and disciplined and all the things that come with that. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, and that's, yeah. I mean, same thing. Like I, I do a little virtual assistant course. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the last videos is like, look, at the end of the day, there's some stuff that I've missed that you've missed skills yeah. that you can offer people that, that haven't been invented yet that you haven't thought of. But as soon as you hear it, a light's going to go off and you're going to be like, I've never done that before, but I know I can figure it out. Yep. And I'm like, and that's the approach you need to take. So somebody... It, right. And and I'm always honest with people. I always tell people like, look, I've, I haven't done this before, but I'll tell you what, I'll figure out how to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And you and I can come to some sort of agreement to make both parties feel good. But uh, but absolutely. Yeah. Being resourceful, like taking opportunities. I, I What I think oh, I had a good friend of mine. He's also in the marketing world. And every day I feel like I should have gone to marketing. I should have gotten a degree in marketing or something because like I'm like, oh, my gosh. Uh, but you know, he was taught, his name is Dallin and he was talking about like pursuing opportunities over like passion or, or purpose or something like that. He's like, dude, take the opportunity. And I'm like, mm. bro, that's a really good point. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Virtual Assistant University. This is my online course to teach you how to start your career as a virtual assistant and start making consistently $1,500 to $2,000 every month using skills you already have. In the course, I go over how to define the skills that you'll offer, how to find your first client, and I even guarantee you your very first client through my network. It's a no-brainer. Go to vauniversity.co, that's vauniversity.co, and grab your package. Use code THINK10 at checkout to get 10% off and start your career today as a virtual assistant and earn money on the side like never before. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's a good opportunity because it sounds like that. That's a lot of people's path. Like your path sounds a lot like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is a really good opportunity. Why not jump on it? And yeah, if it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Well, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> yeah, that's that's an interesting concept too because I think that I don't know for with with choosing a career, with choosing a business to start, with choosing anything like that. They always say, "No, yeah. do what you're passionate about," or, or when you're doing something you love, you'll never work a day in your life, right? Well, that's cool, unless it's yeah, like, decide how do you decide what it is that you're actually passionate about, or how do you decide? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, and and I think you're right. Change, yeah. yeah, seriously, <laughs> I I think that the opportunities that present themselves, you know, we we have opportunities every single day, right? There, uh, we're mm-hmm. always one choice away from a completely different life. And, you know, I think that we always have the opportunity to step into something that could be monumental for us. Right. Um, But it kind of, you know, bringing it back to what you're talking about here, um, 
I, <laughs> I was thinking about, you know, with being resourceful, being like, well, you know what, I, I could figure this out. Um, within my agency, TRC agency, a lot of yeah. our clients that we work with, we do business automation. And that's, you know, that's something that most people, when we say that, they're like, well, what's that? You know, what is business automation? Right. Um, and it's, you know, it's, I guess, kind of in layman's terms, it's essentially taking anything that doesn't take human connection to do in your business and yeah. automate it, right? Um, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, but but that being said, there are, I mean, in the automation world, you're looking at APIs, you're looking at a lot of different connections. I mean, Zapier is a common word that's thrown around like zaps and stuff, yeah. right? Um, but there's lots of little nuances and things that are new, that change, different right. codes you know, different things that change on a regular basis. So to say yeah. that, you know, everything there is to know about business automation is absurd. Right. <laughs> so that's the first thing that came to mind for me when you're talking yeah. about that is like, yeah, absolutely. You know, well, I have a hundred percent confidence in my ability and my team's ability to automate these processes for you. doesn't yeah. mean that we've necessarily done it before with these specific softwares that you're using. But sure. I have 100% confidence in our ability to figure it out, right? Yeah. Well, and I think that's what business owners like. Like, look, yeah. if you, hey, if you can figure it out. That That's worth more, right? Because then you're talking about more time saved. Because, like, it also takes time, you know, to look for people who can do it. When you can just be like, look, I know Hillary's a badass. She does what she does. And then she'll figure it out if she if she doesn't know you know one of my favorite lines is like if i don't know i know someone who does so don't worry yeah. about it, i'll take care of you. <laughs> like Seriously. if i can't figure it out I, I know a few people who can so exactly we'll okay. <laughs> well and um okay so i want to talk about kind of this entre institute mm -hmm. because it, i feel like that's a really cool um i feel like that's just really cool like i had a small scale of that uh, i got to meet um the startup academy, those those, yeah. those kids doing the entrepreneur at the startup academy. Holy crap! Some of those, oh, some that. of those kids so were cool. freaking unreal. Well, so that was just a really cool experience, and and I just got like luck of the draw. Like I I had interviewed Travis, mm -hmm. um, like a month before, and he was right. like, "Why don't you come?" And I was like, "I was ready to go. Like I was going to go and support and." And then like literally like the night before he's like, Hey dude, a judge bailed. Can you, can you sub in? And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I don't so know. Cool. You know what I mean? And, uh, but they had, they, he had these kids up there. One of them, I mean, they were like in between like inventions, nonprofits, restaurants, food delivery. I was like, and they were like, the goal is to like come up with something and do it. So with Entre Institute, I feel like that's a really awesome way to like get people going and I'm wondering, because you have the Mastermind uh, podcast. I mean, a lot. I see the book behind you, Atomic Habits. Great book. And <laughs> I'm wondering how much like talks about confidence and like preparing people to fail, like how much of of that goes into these conversations with with Entre oh, Institute. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So Entre Institute is a whole different world. You know, I mean, it, it, uh, where, uh, this is what I feel like, like where do I even start? Because it's literally yeah. like where every, every single person has ever thought there's got to be something better. There's got to be something more than this 
nine to five grind. There's got to be something better than putting money into my 401k that's matched by my employer, <laughs> you know, for the next 60 years or whatever. Right. Or probably you're 65. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. thought, like there's got to be something better than this. That's on for Institute. Right. Yeah. Um, because literally they've created this ecosystem of that is, I mean, unimaginable, but except for it exists there, but it yeah. um, is like this ecosystem of looking at your life on every single level, your personal, your professional and your physical, you know, areas of your life. Right. And elevating every single one of those. Um, so it's yeah. not just taking into consideration business and here's how you run a business and here's how you do this and this. It's also, you know, a huge piece, the mindset. In fact, they, they run um, live events for the mindset piece specifically. It's called, um, oh, they call cool. it insight, yeah, insight, impact, and influence um, okay. that specifically help you break through these. I mean, I'll, I'll give you my personal experience. Um, my, my wife and yeah. I attended an insight event with Entre Institute last year or well, yeah, last year now. So yeah, it was early last year. Um, and that week I came back and, you know, at the event, you go through lots of mindset pieces and personal bound uh, or not boundaries, personal um, barriers that you might have and um, okay. bring in a phenomenal life coach uh, named Todd Campbell, who's done incredible things um, with yeah. his, you know, really big names, but um <clears throat> you go through this experience and just really understand new levels of yourself that week after I attended that week, I came back from my business and um, this was over a year ago, um, hit our first, you know, five figure month that, that week. And, oh, that's cool. and the agency honestly has just continued growing since then. Right. So yeah. that was kind of like the catalyst point for me in the agency, honestly, of like, man, breaking through all of these barriers that I didn't even realize were holding not only me back, but my business back, you know, holding sure. all different areas of my life back. Um, and I think that's really like the best way to encapsulate what Entre Institute is, is it's, it's not just understanding, you know, how to run a business or how to, you know, do different yeah. things, yeah. Online, build digital real estate, all of these different things that are very mm. important for digital worlds now. Um, it's also understanding yeah. how do I elevate myself to be at the level to accomplish those things, to deserve those things, to work towards a new level of that. Right. So. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's oh, really cool because. Picture of it. Yeah. No, that's Yeah. That's great because I, I do feel like, you know, mind is probably the most important thing when you're looking at running a business because. Uh, you know, especially like when you're starting a new one, like all your friends support you and it's dope and, and then the, yeah. that all that ether wears off, right? There's no more friends to call. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? They've done everything and now you got to keep going. Um, and what do you do? And I think that's a great, uh, you know, I, I think that would be the mo probably some of the biggest things that I would focus on. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I mean, you know, in sales it is, right? It's like, look, dude, this isn't rocket science. It's really not that hard. I People laugh at me and like, they kind of think like an ego, I have an ego thing when I, but like sales isn't like rocket science. It's not that hard. It takes discipline. It mm -hmm. takes work. And then it just takes the right kind of mind. You know what I mean? And obviously there's some nuances and whatever, but, but like, if you, if you have the mind to be a salesperson and you have the discipline, like that's it. 
that's all I, that's all I, I know. I, when I was hired, when I would hire salespeople, I didn't even look at their resume. I was like, I don't even care. We'll just bring them in. And if they, cause if they talk cool, cause I've also had, I've hired people who didn't have a resume that ended up being fantastic. And I've hired, uh, you know what I mean? And I've hired great people who I thought were going to be phenomenal on paper, who were phenomenal on paper. Yeah. And they ended up being duds. Totally. Like, oh yeah, ew. absolutely. <laughs> and it, well, no, I think you're exactly right with that. It's not, it tells yeah. us one of those areas that I feel like it's more of, um, it's more of your ability to, or willingness, I should say, to yeah. understand the other person, right. To be yeah, yeah, yeah. an active listener, yeah. to understand and be willing to dig deep enough to figure yeah. out what the root issues are. Right. Not yeah, just the yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why like my sales program is empathy. Like stop. I mean, I I thought it was great. I mean, empathy is kind of becoming more like mainstream now, but, uh, but it's a great, it's a great, just like, dude, just don't be a douche. (laughs) That's one. Don't be a dick. That's, that's going to be a great salesperson. Don't be a douche. Like seriously, you don't have all the answers. Learn, learn about the other person and what they, what they're interested in. And then like, you know, I, one of my favorite, so one of my favorite books is, and, and the word is in the title, so I got to say the t- full title, but the, the, the book is the subtle art of not giving a fuck by Mark. Oh Nelson. yeah. Have you read that book? No, well, you, no, I haven't. Have, okay. I've read the okay. whole thing, but I've read pieces of it. Yeah. 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 If you haven't, it's a great, I mean, it's a quick, it's easy, but the yeah. first chapter is don't try. And it's a counterintuitive approach to like, like mm-hmm. just letting things go. It's like the more, and it's the paradox of control. The more you let go, the more you get right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it's just, but it's just this mindset thing. And I, I like Mark Manson a lot as far, he's more of like an existentialism kind of like guy, uh, mm-hmm. like Buddhist existentialism. And then I like, but anyway, Hey, but like, let me ask you this since we, since that topic came up randomly, thanks to my ADHD. What, <laughs> what book do you like? What book are you reading right now? Oh, I'm actually reading a book called um, Ready, Fire, Aim. I've and heard it, of that book. Have you? Ooh, it is a yeah, good one. Yeah, I've never read it. Okay. Yeah, it's a really good one. It's I don't remember who it's by right off the top of my head, um, but <laughs> it's <laughs> but I, I'm listening to it on Audible right now, um, which right. is like, yeah. uh, is it's kind of funny. I, I'm I'm all about efficiency, like time efficiency. You know? Yeah. And on Audible, yeah. you can listen to it on like. Two uh, X speed or whatever. Yeah, so. I do. I do one and a half. My audible's yeah. on one and a half. Yep, my audible's on one. Yeah. And a half. I found that's my sweet spot. Oh yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a really good book. He basically goes through and talks about. He's done. Um, so the author has researched and interviewed and gone through, like, done extensive research on some of the most successful companies out there, and basically okay. comes back and puts together. His book is essentially like the, this: this storyline of he was asked to give a presentation to a group of individuals who were willing to pay like $10,000 per ticket for this presentation. And he didn't know yet what he was going to teach them, but they were all entrepreneurs. Uh And so he put together this, this training or this outline of how to create the most efficient, productive, profitable business. And that's what this book is. So that's dope. Really good one. Yeah. Right on. Okay. So you're reading, what is it? Ready, aim, fire or ready, fire, aim. Ready, fire, aim. That's great. What a great top. What a great one. It's a good one. That's, That's actually great. why I got it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, wait. you're like, okay, I get it. 
I get it. I get but, it. And titles have to be like that. Headlines got to be like that. They got to make you think. One of my, one of the books that I, I picked up. One of the books that changed my life. I picked it up because I, I was like, this title's crazy. Yeah. This title's wild. So the book is called Everything Happens for a Reason and Other Lies I've Loved. Ooh. Yeah. That's it was a, and the book, it, I read it in like three days. I don't read. I have mad ADHD. I listen to books. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I collect them as a, you know, so I can have them just because I like my library, but I only listen, uh-huh. but that book blew. And so, oh, I can't even remember. Kate something wrote it. Her name is Kate. I'm going to have to and, check uh, that out. Sounds like a good one. It's a great, it's a great book. I mean, and, uh, and I knew that it was a great book because I, I did it. I like to do some experiments with books every once in a while. Like when I get a really dicey title like that. Um, And if you read the book, you understand her point. And it's actually an an amazing point. She she goes over a few lessons, but uh, I gave that book to someone and I was like, look, if you want to really progress in life, if you want to understand this life a little bit more, like read this book. And I knew that it would be hard for this person to read. And that person gave up reading it after like the first chapter. She's like, I couldn't do it. And I was like, hmm, those are the books you probably need to read then. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. Bananas, but anyway, but the oh, title God. though, ready, ready, fire, aim. Great. Yeah. What a great, and I kind of, I kind of hear that in my, I'm like, okay, yeah, just shoot. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ready, fire, aim. Yeah. Even saying yeah. it out loud, I'm like, is that right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> ready, fire, aim. It yeah, is. What a great, really cool. just, oh, sorry. <laughs> is that, what is that? Like a shoot first, ask questions later kind of thing? I'm just kidding. Kind of, yeah. Basically, I think that is kind of what what his point is with it. To be honest, I'm only about halfway through it, so um, sure, I sure. I think that's cool. It's it's a really good one. Yeah. Um, no, but I I get that though, and I think there I love books like that. That yeah. I I have the problem too. I I have a bit of an ADHD mind that just jumps. <laughs> I in fact, my yeah. my friends and family members will tell you I I have like. 12 browsers open with like 20 browser, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I just that's awesome. so crazy, but, um, Heck but yeah. that being said, one, one of the books that I just finished it not too long ago and it was my second time reading, it was the 12 week year. Have you heard that one or read that one? Yeah. I have. Okay. I'm going to write that down. 12. Yeah. Year. Cause oh I've, I've heard that. And, uh, <laughs> I, I've heard a lot of good reviews. It's so one. good. Yeah, the 12 week year, it, it, he basically takes the concept and in this book, by the way, um, it not only helped me, it's basically an idea of like, I mean, we read like the four hour work week, the um, deep work, Cal Newport's, you know, book, um, like all yeah, these different books yeah. that are about like your time management and being productive and all that stuff. Yeah, this is nothing yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. This is like, <laughs> <laughs> this is like, okay. taking, um, you know, it's essentially the concept of like, we accomplish things in the amount of time we give ourselves to do them. Right? Oh yeah. Didn't you put, did you post a quote by Elon Musk about that or something? Or I, social media? Probably. I probably, you did. probably did. You probably, yeah, yeah you post a lot. Of, I like him by the way. I think you should keep doing that, but I remember you. Yeah, I probably did. I don't know, yeah. but yeah, essentially that concept. Right. And, and it like, it totally reframed my mind from like a mind of, like negative thinking of like, oh, don't procrastinate. Procrastinating is bad, blah, 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 blah. To like, <laughs> well, you can actually accomplish things like really quick if you're giving yourself just certain time frame to do it, you yeah, know? Um, yeah. But that's his his concept in this book is like, 
okay, you have these, you know, year resolutions for the start of the new year. Cool. What if you take, instead of 12 months to do it, take three months to do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, even, right and, and that, so yeah, you're probably right. Cause that's Elon Musk's quote is, you know, even yeah, if you don't like, it in that time, yeah. you're way ahead than what you would yeah, be. He, well, yeah. And the Elon Musk, he was like, um, if you set a goal to clean your house in 30 days, you'll get it done in 30 days. But if you set a goal to clean your house in three hours, you'll get it done in three hours. He's yeah. like, it's not the task, it's the time. And you're like, oh, right. shit. okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but, dude. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that, seriously though, it's, it's such an important perspective, I think, you know, to have and kind of a yeah, mindset. It's great. It's a great yeah. But yeah. It also yeah, helps me a lot with project management. Like, you know, just looking yeah. at things with more of that, that mindset of, so Stephen Covey uses the big rocks, right? That like, okay. you have, he uses the idea of like that you have, if you have a big project or big goal that you want to accomplish, choose yeah. three big points of it that you want to get knocked out uh, instead of having like 12, you know, smaller to do items. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. But yeah. so those three points should encapsulate what those other smaller tasks should be. Um, and I think looking yeah. at it that way of just kind of the, you know, how can you chunk this? How can you categorize them into, um, you know, into more specific topics rather than itemized, you know, <laughs> three different things that need to be done on the list. I don't know. It's it's true though. Way of thinking. It, my, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a great well, and it's a great way of thinking because I feel like you know, I was just as you were talking about that, I just never got I never understood like you take yearly goals and you break them down to monthly, weekly, daily, and hourly. I'm like, bro, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like hourly. This, at some point, we got to call BS on all this, and at some yeah. point, you just got to write work down as your answer. Yeah. <laughs> like, Seriously, I'm gonna work. Like, and uh, I'm gonna do. You know, like I, you know, I, I think I, I had a, I had a boss one time, an employer one time, who, like, I, I really learned romanticized hard. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met people like that? Or like, no, you could never help me with my business. This is way too complicated. I've been in this for 30 years. Yeah. It's not as simple as that. And you're like, okay, okay, grandpa, yeah. we get it, buddy. <laughs> we get it. You you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like, yeah. I, I just met people who romanticize hard. And so they make everything harder than things have to be. And they think like if they're, oh, and, and, and this was another thing I recognized, like, I heard this before, like, like Mm -hmm. being busy doesn't mean being productive always. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're just busy just to like make yourself feel good. Right. I never understood that until. Yeah. Yeah. I never understood that until I met this, this employer. I was like, holy (laughs) crap, this just likes to be busy. No rhyme, no reason to it. Like he got some stuff done. Like, obviously, if you're busy, you're going to get some stuff done and be Mm -hmm. and be successful to a point. But I was like, dang, dude, if you learned how to like delegate and cut out the bullshit, like trim the fat. Yeah, this could be a lean. This could be a lean machine. Seriously. Yeah. Well, it's that um, this is used in sales yeah. all the time, but it's that kiss, you know, that yeah. what, what it stands for. It's yeah. like, keep it stupid, simple. Like that's literally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it yeah. simple. <laughs> yeah, right? keep it simple. Yep. yeah. A confused There's mind, another... a confused mind won't move forward. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah, keep it, keep it simple, stupid. And then one is like, keep it short and sweet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
Well, no, there's two of them. Yeah, both of them. But I'm like, oh, yeah, bro, I don't need to sit here. If they can get it done in 10 minutes, I'll get it done in 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because it's right. just crazy how people like, yeah, how people view all of that stuff. I'm like, dang. So well, you've had a lot of people go through the Entre Institute um, to start their own marketing agency, which mm-hmm. I think is great, by the way. I think, um, you know, marketing agencies are very, you know, very low cost, low overhead. Yeah. High return, high return if you can get it to work. And and now, okay, what's crazy is like now there's so many tools out there that you can build because it's so crazy. Like I meet people all the time who make who have killer marketing agencies who are just like Webflow designers, like Webflow came out to be like a consumer website. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's not. Right. Like now you pay somebody who's an expert at Webflow or Wix or Squarespace, Mm -hmm. which is, isn't that funny? Like we want to create a website that's easy for everybody to use. It's like, no, (laughs) it's not. (laughs) It's not easy to use. Yeah. I, I think honestly with that, it's, it's literally, it's what you were talking about before. Just, you know, convenience, the ease of use, right? Yeah. I, I, I met. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. I was just going to say, like, you know, we I think any business owner out there could say, well, I can take time to figure out how to do, you know, how to yeah, build a, that's you know, organic SEO for my business. I can take time how mm-hmm. to you know, learn how to optimize these pieces, how to optimize my website, build these tags, build these backlinks, like all of these different pieces of SEO. Right. But it takes time. And yeah. it, why would you, why, you know, smart business owners mm-hmm. know the value of their time. They know their area of expertise, <laughs> yep, yep, right? Yep, Which is exactly yep, why it. I don't do my bookkeeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. No. And, 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 and by the way, like, yeah, like one of my favorite, like mantras in life is like, stay in your lane. Yeah. Like it's only you and stay in your lane. Like it, and it's mm-hmm. okay. Like it's okay to just be really good at one thing and be like, all right, I got to delegate this out. But I think I think as a business owner, and I've I've talked about this before, like on the show, and that is like you have to know you have to know enough to have mm-hmm. intelligent conversations to like know how to talk to a, a website designer and know what you know. You got to know some yeah. of the terms. You got to be educated a little bit, just like with bookkeeping. Like you you don't mm-hmm. do your own bookkeeping, but you know like you know what you want. Exactly. You know what you need to see. You know what right. I mean? Like well, you know yeah, the report. You know exactly yeah. what profit you're looking for. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. You're like. You know, but then you just pass it off because because, uh, yeah, I think I think delegation is probably one of the hardest things for entrepreneurs to learn. Uh, but when they do. They make tons more money, like I was talking to um, a business, you know, a few today, actually. And it was like the old, the main selling point was, hey, we'll do it for you. And yeah. they were like, that you'll do it for me. They're like, yep. They're like, cool. I don't need to hear anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I should have started with that. <laughs> I think that's yeah, one of the yeah. biggest, um, <laughs> one of the biggest themes that our world yeah. from a business perspective, but just also like as individuals, our world has turned to really value convenience, right? We really, yeah. really value convenience. So if you can make something easier for someone or quicker or, um, you know, more accessible, you've got a business. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, uh, Hillary, I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate you being here, sharing your story and your knowledge with us. Before we go, though, tell everybody how they can find you, where they can go to get your services for business automation, 
entrepreneur leadership, all that good stuff, whatever you want to plug. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. And thank you for having me. It's been super fun. Uh, yeah. Follow me on social media. I love connecting with other entrepreneurs, individuals, um, those that want, you know, are aspiring for hire. I love surrounding <laughs> myself with people like that. Um, yeah. But all of my Instagram, social media, LinkedIn handles are just Hillary Russell underscore. So it's pretty simple. <laughs> Keeps Great. it really easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the website for the agency is trcagency.com. Um, Cool. We love helping businesses. So yeah, that's me. All right, cool. Well, thank you so much, Hillary. It was a pleasure. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, Dalton. We'll talk to you soon. 